Hello, hello, hello. So good to have you here. So good to be with you each week on All That Matters. This is Jan Goldstein. I'm thrilled that we approach our 50th episode in a couple more weeks. And thank you for being here. If you've just discovered us, I hope you'll go back and listen to some of the episodes over the past year. Um, I like to share each one. Each has its own life. Each has its own way of reframing life. Um, In the midst of all that we've been through, um, it came to me that sharing life and looking at it a little differently, pointing out ways in which we might reflect and emerge and reinvent ourselves um, can be not only reinvigorating and rejuvenating, um, but is a way to draw on the goodness that is in life, the good that is there, that can go uh, unseen and unfelt sometimes if we don't open ourselves up, if we don't take it in, if it's not pointed out. Sometimes we need a guide. I've needed a guide many times in life. And they said, did you notice that over there? I remember being in Yosemite and looking up at the vast sky at night and having a a guide who pointed out stars and and things, beautiful constellations that I might have missed. Just I didn't know how to look or where to look sometimes. And I think that's true about life. And each one of us is a teacher in our own way. And each one of us, I suppose, has our own philosophy of how we approach it. And thank you for sharing in my philosophy here on All That Matters um, and in our journey together. Uh, because to me, we we look at life and we draw on um, lessons that we that may have been painful, um, and yet wisdom is drawn from that, and lessons that are triumphant and that we celebrate. This week, I'm... Uh, I'm thinking quite a bit about love and a certain kind of love. And I'll tell you why. Um, just watched a wonderful movie, Coda, which is about a uh, young girl um, just in her last year of high school uh, who is in a family in which everyone but her is deaf. Uh, and they are a, a fisherman. They, they, live off their boats and their catches and the struggle uh, of life of a fisherman. This is not what I would call a, um, a movie about deaf people. Um, I think it's a movie about people and we get to share in different cultures, the culture of the uh, fishermen and fisherwomen, the women, there's a women's association. This all takes place in Gloucester mass. Um, and there's a culture of um, a deaf community and also the issue of communication between people. And it's not always uh, about sign language. Uh, it's about how we listen um, and willingness to listen. And it's ultimately about her triumph of building a world for herself in, in, in music, which is another culture uh, that is embraced in this film. But ultimately, at the base, at the at the very core of this very touching film uh, by filmmaker Sean Hatter, 
is um, is a story about love, ultimately. And, you know, William Shakespeare said in A Midsummer Night's Dream, love looks not with the eyes, but with the mind, and therefore is winged Cupid painted blind. Winged Cupid painted blind. So it's not about seeing uh, with your eyes, but about loving with your mind, with the with your heart. You know, yesterday would have been my dad's birthday. And he's been dead some years, but vivid in my mind is the love he shared with my mom, the way she looked at him in life, how many times I sat at the dinner table or watched as he and she blessed us on a Shabbat night, the way they looked at each other when we would play a song at the piano. And I remember the look in my mother's eyes as she stood by his hospital bedside that last time she said goodnight, his last night in life. My dad was a creative, gifted, passionate, excitable, compassionate, stubborn, and loving soul. Yes, he had his troubles, his struggles, as do we all. And he also had a hug and a kiss that would warm you through the coldest winter. And I wish that for all of you. Someone in your life who can give you a hug, a kiss that would last you through the coldest winter. To him, there was no one like my mom. No one. He loved her fiercely and she him, even when he faced the struggles of life, as I say. And I think she loved him strongest, especially then. Because, face it, we each are magical creatures made of darkness and light. Marion Williamson says, until we have seen someone's darkness, we don't really know who they are. And until we've forgiven someone's darkness, we don't really know what love is. Have you seen someone's mistakes, their foibles, their darkness? Have you seen it? And is that sometimes all that you see? Do you, do we make room for the light, for the possibility of forgiving someone's darkness? and believing in them enough to find the light together. It's a real question about how we approach life or how we might approach life or reinvest in it in the week ahead and the weeks ahead. How we might forgive someone's darkness and find the light together. Maria, Mariah Carey says in her song, Anytime You Need a Friend, when I think most of what each of us wants, it's contained here. If you just believe in me, I will love you endlessly, she says in that song. If you just believe in me, I will love you endlessly. What each of us sought, seeks is someone to believe in us. We need to believe in ourselves, and we also 
yearn for someone to believe in them. I've always believed as a dad that the most important thing I can communicate to my kids in terms of their being loved is that I believe in them. I believe in the promise of who they are and who they can be. And if you can give that promise, if you can give that form of belief to someone, that is unconditional. And so we must make room for their light. Like Ted Lasso's sign in his team's locker room, you know, believe. Ultimately, with that belief comes a form of ballast in trials and tribulations and triumphs of life. A belief, to believe in something, it's a sign that is palpable and a form of love that is without stipulation, without restriction. You know, um, Stephen Schwartz writes in the, his movie about Moses, Prince of Egypt, when you believe, and this beautiful song is about faith, but it's ultimately about being imbued with a belief in someone or something. I think that is at the essence of love. I believe in you, you say. I believe in you, who you are. I believe in us, but it starts with a belief in yourself because then you have belief substance, I think, inside of you, something to share, something to give. That belief, I think, can be unending. It's, uh, it's not quantified. It's, it's a quality within us that we can give or we can, re- we can withhold. You know, Elizabeth Kubler-Ross wrote, I think modern medicine has become like a prophet offering a life free of pain. And that's nonsense, she says. The only thing I know that truly heals people is unconditional love. And at the, at the core of that unconditional love is, is belief, believing him. Boy, my mom believed in my dad as she believed in each of us, in each of us, and as he did as well. And feeling that belief, as I say, is something that floats you through life, I think. It's something that is there that when you go through darkness, it's something to hold on to. Thomas Merton said the beginning of love is to let those we love to be perfectly themselves and not to twist them to fit our own image. Otherwise, we love only the reflection of ourselves we find in them. Powerful. The beginning of love is to let those we love be perfectly themselves. Otherwise, we twist them into our own image, loving only the reflection of ourselves we find in them. That is so powerful. How many times have I made the mistake in my life of loving somebody and, and saying, I can fix them. I can, tw- I can make this work. I can make this. We each do that sometimes. We teach. We do it to our kids. We do it to our spouses. We do it to our significant others. We do it to our families. We do it to strangers we meet. We do it to friends. I can, I can make them, I can make them who we see or we want them to be. 
No, love, love is loving them with all their darkness and light. Love is loving them not in the way that they are a reflection of ourselves, but they are who they are, and we are who we are. Even after all this time, the sun never says to the earth, says the Persian poet Hafiz, you owe me. Look what happens with a love like that. It lights the whole sky. When we love the darkness and the light, when we see the person for who they are and not merely a reflection of who we want them to be, when we can look at the sun like the earth and recognize the beauty of both, then we are embracing the wholeness of life and the wholeness of love. I wish for you each a week in which you feel the hug and kiss that my father gave, one that filled me with the certain knowledge he believed in me. Believe in you. Believe in those you love. Make this a week to celebrate. Until next week, I'm Jan Goldstein, and this is All That Matters. Matters.